are back. We are back. Yes. How you doing? What's going on? How you doing, NK? Oh God, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I have had what I've already had a crazy week, and it's just like Tuesday. So yeah, no, me weird. too. Me too. Honestly, so look at my leg. I have this bruise here. Worst scars from the gym when I'm doing fit fam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, literally. Well, uh, but guys, uh, we have the amazing yesterday with us. It is uh, a pleasure to have you. Hi, thank you. Thank yesterday you of Lori Coitus. Am I saying it properly? Yes, Lori Coitus. A round of applause. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank um, you, ladies. So tell us, what does Olori mean? So Olori is the Yoruba word for queen, mm-hmm. and coitus is the Latin word for sex. So oh, essentially, Olori coitus, queen of, queen of sex. sex. Exactly. Interesting. Honestly, like I love your work. I've thank been on your you. Instagram. I'm like, wow, she's so amazing. Thank you um, so much. Honestly, it's amazing work that you're doing, especially like in this part of the world. Well, in general, women are not like you know free sexual sexually we're not allowed to be free yeah so you society socializes you know us what i to mean press our sexuality exactly so tell me like how have you are you someone that's always been sex positive how did you get into this like sort of line of work hmm. so it's a bit of a long story but i think if we i go listening. back <laughs> we uh well i think if i go like far 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 back um when i was in secondary school i read a book called every woman um, it was, it's called a, Every Woman, A Gynecological Guide to Life. And it like kind of opened my eyes. It was my mom's. Wow. It was in her library and I just kind of picked it. It wasn't a book for children, obviously. Right. But I I think it was like maybe 10, wow, 11. Really? And that's when we were the most curious. Yeah, yes. Sure, yeah, and yeah. I just saw it was big, looked like a textbook. But I started reading, you know, you flip like through the first pages and it just kept talking about like all these different stages that like women go through from like childhood, adolescence, even like menstruation. So even before wow. like I got my period, I had already kind of known about it. I'd read about it. Wow. Then my friends would have like i remember a friend of mine didn't know how to use a tampon and i helped her are you serious so you've been doing this from young i've been doing it from young but then i thought i was going to be like an obgyn because in nigeria Mm. you know if you have a if you have an interest in like health or something they say we'll go and be a doctor Doctor. so Mm. i was looking at being a (laughs) doctor exactly so i was looking at being like a doctor for women's health um then when i got to college i went to university of florida and i on campus, there were like organizations that were, you know, you would have all kinds of student organizations. And one of them was called Gator World. They used to give out condoms on campus. Um, they would train, like if you were interested in volunteering, wow. they would train you on like, you know, learning about like STIs and stuff Nigerian and talking to your... Would never. <laughs> they sure? would really? never. Really? Do they not? Eh? Well... Babcock. Have you been to university? Ba- Do you know Babcock. me? I should not name call, but I know that in Babcock University where I went vid, there to, was a, there was they a, would never. A few months ago, so I think sometime last year, I saw like a brochure mm-hmm. from Babcock that mm-hmm. had to do with like the, you guys have like a, I think orientation book or something. Yes, yes, yes. And in it, it talked about like what a penis is. Oh, like good. So that means they're changing. But no, it was terrible because it was, it was talking about how like, bad yeah, it was bad education. It was like, oh, the, the, a woman's vagina or a woman is a parcel of land mm-hmm. waiting for the king Virtuous to come and, 31 yeah and all those okay. kind of things Proverbs 31 women the are usual. great women but like it was obviously like it was so very very like you know bringing down women of course and things yeah. like that the so, usual angle but yeah, yeah. go ahead sorry. yeah so where did I stop okay so college, so college. college. Yeah. so while I was um Okay, and then when I went to college, I uh, went to the University of Florida right and we had an organization called Gatorwell which Part of what it did also was student sexual health. So if you were part of that organization, you would get trained on talking to students on campus about like sexually transmitted infections, being safe. And we used to give out condoms on campus. Wow. So I got super interested in that and I started, you know, volunteering with that organization. And then I went on to uh, work for um the state in the minority AIDS and HIV work, which is actually the work that I still do now. I actually work for, I work for the government in, you know, doing the community response to HIV. Wow. Oh, that's what you do now. You have a nine to five. I have a nine to five. Wow. I mean, Bosco, we did not know that. I thought you did that full time. Well, I do. I have my nine to five. So I work for the AIDS control agency. I also, um, Mm. work with Olori Koitas and then I have a jewelry company called Dilekedi. Nice. 
Yes. So, Ilekedi. That's such a sexy name. Thank you. Ilekedi is the Yoruba word for waist beads. So, we're mostly like a waist beads. We do waist beads, waist chains, and now we do like other jewelry, like anklets, personalized jewelry, phone charms. Love it. Your hands. Yes, like the ones in my arms. Oh, really? You make bracelets like this? Yes, we do. Um, we have anklets, all kinds nice. of stuff. And then, I love anklets as well. And then we have my personalized phone charms. So we have long ones, short ones. Cute. I yeah. think I'm going to be getting one. Hey. That's actually really lot of things <laughs> to juggle. I think you're, you're yeah. doing well. Really. Thank, well, thank you. It's not always easy. I'm not like... Of um, course. Oh. I mean, <laughs> and especially course. like, you know, within Oloikoitas, I'm sure that you have like, how was your response? So how was your, how did the women and men like from the general public and online take this, you know, platform that you were creating? Because I know sex, again, is just so taboo, especially mm-hmm. for women. Mm-hmm. Women are not allowed to talk openly about enjoying sex, wanting sex, liking sex. Yeah. So I'm sure like, I don't know, would you slut shaming? Were you experiencing that? How? <sighs> Sis, when I started Oloikoitas, it was in 2012. And this this was yes. Yes. You are an OG in the game. I am a bit. I I need to take my flowers. (laughs) Take them. Um, Thank you, sis. Um, When I started, I remember it was in the early days of Instagram, and I actually used to call it Orisha Koitos. And the idea Mm. was for like an anonymous page where you would send your questions about sex anonymously and then i would answer them orisha you know right the orisha of the goddess of sex would answer Mm. um later on a few years later that became oluri koitos as rebranded but in terms of people's acceptance people used to be afraid to follow me back in the days of instagram when you would follow if i follow if you followed yesterday instagram will tell everybody that follows you that yesterday now that, <laughs> that you just, now follow so <laughs> this is someone you are interested in following right yes but it used to make the announcement if you liked content <laughs> on Quetos, everybody you <laughs> followed you know there was a like a weird announcement tab. yeah Please. everybody you followed would see that, that you, yeah. you so people had just liked so people people didn't like oh. to follow or like, so there was a lot of like start and stops for Orisha Koitos. And then later on in 2017 was when I really started to push Oluri Koitos and push the contest. So a lot of people think it started in 2017, but it actually started in 2012. Way that, right? um, people used to be, and I remember even like under my post, like maybe Nke would comment and Natessa would come and say, Nke, you are here. Like oh, under her okay. comment, like typical. So, hey, what are you doing there? Yes, that you saw me here. Yourself. I don't even know. How did you find it? Thank you. I used to get um messages from all kinds of people. People that would say, "Oh, you know, I'm a man of God. Or a oh, man of God, God. you should not be leading the youth astray." Oh. Um, what how did you find my you page? About <laughs> um, you know, or maybe I make this. I I post about something, and then you know, people are gonna come and they're just like losing their minds yeah. on you know, and people tell me that I'm going to hell yeah. and all oh, this. And then I sat telling them, I said, well, you know, if you open the Bible, I'm not a Muslim, but I'm a Christian. And I can tell you what my Bible says about sex. And God actually loves sex. God wants us to enjoy sex. Yes. According to, you know, Christianity, you want to have sex within the confines of marriage. That is how it's. I was going to talk about. (laughs) But yeah, No, but the thing about it is, but we have a God of love. Right. Right. And even when um, it goes outside of what, you know, you consider, you know, modest or you consider you know religiously right our god of love hates the sin but loves the sinner Mm, right so why should you you do you get what i mean and for me for me my thing is this I'm not, people think, oh, Lurica, I'm a sexual health educator. Please always underline that health nice. part of nice, it. <laughs> nice. Your sexual health is a super important part of you. Right. You, it's as important as your physical health. It's mm. as important as your social right. health. Right. And you know, now we talk a lot about mental health. Right. It's super important that even if you're not having sex, you need to be aware of what's going on with your body, exactly. how your body reacts to things. So it's like, oh yes, you're being celibate, which is great. When you do decide not to be celibate anymore, you shouldn't be in the dark. You should know exactly what to do and how, you know, how to get pleasure because really pleasure is our birthright, isn't it? It is our yeah. birthright. I say that all the time, especially for women. So women are so ashamed of um, their sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. I want to go into, <laughs> should I enter this topic or not? Should we, into, oh, should we go into it? Like masturbation, for example, right? Okay. Like, I like the fact that you mentioned marriage, right? Because, you know, and religion. I'm not somebody, I used to say that I was a Christian, but I'm not. I don't class myself as a Christian anymore. I'm spiritual. I class myself as spiritual, right? Okay. And I believe that everybody should be tolerant. But I find that um, women tend to, they tend to look at women as, if you're not, our sexual pleasure is policed. 
and it's policed in a way that men's sexual pleasure isn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you're saying, you know, men can have sex and have enjoy sex however they like, but women are not allowed to, we're not afforded the same, what can I say? Um, what's the word? There's just stigma when it With comes to women. Right, unless you're married. Right. They say, you know. if you like sex too much, there's like, oh, there's this stigma that just follows you. Exactly. You and you can only married, have, literally. Even if you are married. Actually, because also it's true. You are, listen, listen, you talked about, you You talk about masturbation, for right, example. Right, I wanted to go into that. There's, um, married women are not expected to, okay, now you're married. So now you have a, should I say, you have a license to have to sex. To have sex, right. So when I tell women that while you're having sex, you're a married woman, great. You're having sex with your partner. Do you know that you can also touch yourself in the middle of sex? Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, sure. my God. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, there's always two parts to it. One mm. is, I'm a child of God. I shouldn't be doing that. Oh, That's right. dirty. The second mm. part is, how's it going to make him feel? He's going to feel like he's not able he's to satisfy me. Yeah. Or he's inadequate. Which but here's true. the thing. The sex that we were taught, the sex that most of us know, is the most efficient way for men to orgasm, exactly. which is penetration. Women's most efficient route to orgasm is not penetration. Exactly. Clitoral it's stimulation. clitoral stimulation mm -hmm. and right. other forms of stimulation. Yeah. External stimulation, stimulation right. right? So if, for example, he is penetrating you, mm. right? Or he's, you know, ministering to you somewhere and you find that like maybe your clit needs to be touched more. You can put his hand to touch it, but you can also exactly. touch your clit oh, yourself. But my experience has been quite different because when you tell men to do something like, mm -hmm. oh, I like, like that movement, yes. right? It's this thing, right? Men see you different immediately. Yeah, the slut shaming. Uh, uh, who taught you that one? It, it, they see you, you different. It? Like, where did you learn that from? Right. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm having sex with a hoe. I'm having sex with somebody that right. has too much experience. They get put off immediately. Yeah. You can literally feel it and see Which it. is so crazy because they come with their, oh, I have this move and I'm going to, you know, exactly. there's this move I learned. <laughs> I, listen, and I tell women, when you feel that, oh, he's going to ask, where did I learn it from? Bless you, you say, ah. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't yeah. feel bad. Uh, yes, uh, but here's the thing. If you're with someone who feels that, oh, you should not be able to express your it's sexual problem. self fully with them, then you probably should be rethinking exactly. whether you should be with that person. Because that same person is probably having other hangups about you even outside of the bedroom. Right. Yeah. Do you get? Sometimes, to be fair, right, we also have to flip it on the other on the other hand and see that maybe these men have not been exposed. Exposed yes. enough. Don't get me wrong, right? We it's easy to think that okay, only women are woke, right? Or okay. But there are men that the same way there are women who don't know these things or who are not. There are men who don't exposed. know them. There are also men true. who don't. See, that's not the problem. problem. The problem is the communication as well. And this is my problem. If I tell there's, you, there's a difference between not knowing and being then open. Being open to knowing. Yeah. That's to if I tell you that this is what works for my body. You say, mm -hmm. ah. Just like if you tell me that okay, I need to suck your dick this way, mm -hmm. right. right? I'm gonna that you're liking the hand movement, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you that okay. Penetration, yes, but like you have to give me some clitoral movement. Yeah, and you are like, just put <sighs> off immediately. Or you just pretend as if I didn't just speak. Yeah. Then you just yeah. stand up. My dear, it's time to go yeah. home. I, I think I left home. my gas on. Which, which <laughs> a guy <laughs> told me I complained too much once, you know. Oh I literally my said God. to him, you are hurting me. Like, literally. Like, like, it was hands as well. I was like, you are hurting me. Can you stop? Sometimes they try to do it like they're doing DJ Mock. Like, I see you're watching Momo. I still touch you that work. Can you stop? So I said to him, guy, listen, you are hurting me. He said, oh, you know what? You complain too much. I said, okay, well, that's my cue to go. I'm, and I'm that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I think because men always think that they already know. I think yeah. it's about knowing. And then I think sometimes they feel like they're doing Pressure. you a favor. Yeah, but they as do. you said, there's always a, it's not a man and woman thing, right? No, it's not. It's because a human being. If thing. men sat here, they will have their own things right. to say. Yeah. About, <laughs> they will talk about how, <laughs> exactly. like, I told yeah. her to do this. And yes, she didn't yes, know. But right. I feel like, I feel like all this, it's like a mindset thing, right, which is right, right. if you go to, into sex thinking that I'm going into sex to just like, get pleasure for myself exactly then you're going to be put off when someone is like oh you're not doing this right for me mm. but if your attitude towards sex is i'm after my partner's pleasure right. and my partner's attitude is i'm after right. my, so he's after streets. my pleasure then we're both going to win I'm because sorry. Sorry. we're prioritizing my own advice and i'm not a i'm not you <laughs> but <laughs> i'm just saying from my own experience right Men come into sex looking for their own knot. Yeah, to like be all, for the most. Yeah. Well, I mean, I that's feel like why all men. To be fair, I have men. Not yeah, all I men. was going to say that as well. I'm not so, going to say yeah. it's all men. Yeah. But from my experience, I've been quite lucky. Most men I have 
done conelengan longos and coitus mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. <laughs> right coitus <laughs> i love how you um, <laughs> Um, they come in for their nuts. That's why they don't care about foreplay. They know. Yeah. I promise you, they they're like not as misinformed and miseducated as oh, we would yeah, like to think. Well, yeah. They know that when for some women it's the nipples. They know for some is the neck, mm-hmm. and some is kissing. They know, but they're not spending more than one minute of foreplay. That's another thing I find you quite lazy. <laughs> can I, I love foreplay? Can I say something? Can I say that women then? should if more women say you know what if you don't do this i'm not doing it I'm if, this, up, if this if this is not well. happening thanks for coming literally right it's the reason they can keep doing their 30 seconds one minute yeah, properly it's true. Is because if you say i'm standing up the next person is going to be like i'm just so happy he's here yeah uh, you know for real, like for real. And, and to be fair like and we need to be vocal back in the day i yeah. used to really it's easy to actually say we need to be vocal, but there are a lot. It's a multifaceted mm. thing, right. right? If you're not vocal in your relationship, like outside of sex, like, you know, he says, oh, we're going to lunch and he picks a place and you hate this place. And you mm, said before that you hate I this place. You. But then you go and you're fuming because you don't want to be a nag, but right. you already, you know you that you don't like yourself. that place. It's true. Do you think that you would in the bedroom now be able to, Speak, speak up, up right, right. Yeah. and you're not talking about sex and a lot of times again we talk about and then there are women who tell you that listen i am very assertive in my relationship i say xyz right. i let him know what i need what i want mm. but they don't talk about anything about sex because they only talk about sex in the bedroom mm. are we talking about sex like so at a lunch, conversation right, as a conversation right, right. like we're sitting Which here like hey. yeah but we feel like if we talk about it then you're a nympho yeah. or then you're a ho. that's the problem that's the slut shaming this, this is what i wanted to say right there's a stigma attached mm-hmm. to stuff so i'll read this tweet just to see where i'm coming from okay right so this person says red pill obviously a man <laughs> <laughs> you cannot turn a hoe into a housewife if she has slept with lots of men in her past, she is not wife material. Better to find a younger, prettier virgin who will happily stay loyal to you for life. Can you see my face? So I need you to understand where I'm coming from so that you can understand how we're see going to... See what I mean? Like, oh, so I many, there's, so many, there's so many layers. To Literally. To right. Because first, he's like, oh, you can't tell you who she has slept with plenty of people. Okay. That's number one. Number one is find a younger, younger, younger girl. You know, which is giving pedophilia. Thank right. you. Now, he said, what did he say again? Prettier? He said um, prettier. So saying that like, the older you get, the less the prettier you are. Exactly. <laughs> Ages them again. All of the things for women. Then, and then stay loyal to you for life. So she's just so happy to be there. Because she's a puppy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what usually Obedience. happens. You know what usually happens about things like that. They find a young woman who's malleable. Because you know, yes, I mean, yeah. the way I f- the way I thought about life and twenty two at twenty two is not how I feel now at thirty five. Yeah. So they find that kind of woman, and then by the time she's thirty, she starts to come she into starts her to own. I'm telling you, she's like, come, you know what? And then all of a sudden, he's like. But you're not the same. Why would mm-hmm. I be the same? Or who's the woman I married? Now all She's of a sudden, yeah. like all of a sudden, you friends. are speaking back. It's no, your maybe. friends. No, it's your friends. She was saying your friends. Or maybe, or you. maybe by this time, you know, like now she's progressing in her career. She's becoming right. more, and so now she's becoming more assertive. exposed to seeing that. Oh, I actually don't have to just take, take this. Right. And now all of a sudden, he's like, oh, wow. I don't know which kind of woman you are. I don't know where's the woman I married. And then there's the shaming again, yeah. the shaming of but your I growth. Would also, I would also come from this place. I'm sorry for being the devil's no, go ahead, advocate, please, go ahead. right? I always come from this place that because I wouldn't say all women, obviously, right. but I've seen it happen many times. Right. So because some women know that this is what men like, they literally now play that part. Yeah, they do. It's not just like, to get picked. Just to yeah, get the, picked. But it's the, the whole picnic culture that we speak about. But though. is it their fault? Though? It's not because their fault. It's, 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 no, the it's the patriarchy. It's the whole patriarchy. It's literally creates it. Because when you look at it, right? It creates it. You're a single woman of a certain age. There's a stigma attached. You should automatically. Have been I'm telling why you. Why are you not married? Especially at this I mean, age. You know, why are you not married? Even I hear you, that all the time. Even within yourself women like there's a lot we talk about stigma a lot but we forget to talk about self-stigma yeah yeah right so you're thinking about yourself mm. like okay why am i not it means i'm not good enough yeah it means this, this there must be something wrong with me you Can know there's what society i won't lie 
I'm a married woman and the advantages of being married. They yeah, are definitely. Being a missus in Nigeria. Are you joking? And I won't even lie that there's an advantage of wearing, like, of wearing a wedding ring. ring. Yes. And you have a different kind of respect that single it's, women it's, don't. It's still kind of a disrespect. But it's a certain it is. Yeah. disrespect because that you're being better than you. Because, because, now you are, because now you are madam. Yes. Because of your husband you get, now. On now, your own, nobody. Now, of course, there's still the irritating part of where, like, they still put you in this. Yes. But there are things that come... There's a societal... You know, there's societal respect Benefit. that comes with being married Facts. for men and women. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, True. there's some people that should not be married. There's some men yeah, that should definitely. not be married, but they get married because of the status. 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 And then yeah, I hear true. when I was in the bridal shower, I heard people well, say better. like, "Yes, that, that. Uh, oh, they yes. get businesses, they get work yeah, when they're that. married." My sis, for men let me tell well. you, I remember that there are men that have told me things like. Or maybe in their office when they were single, you know, there's a deal or there's a, maybe they want to give this particular role or something. And what's between them is one person is married and And one person person is single. And they go, ah, you don't have responsibilities. Let's give it Literally, I heard that too. Yes. Yes. You don't have, what bukata do you have? You don't have any bukata. That's why literally families would force their, like, they will bring a wife for their son because they don't really care. Like, you must marry. Which is why some men, they look at the age, they're like, listen, this is the age that I need to be married and any any woman that goes up let's just do it they just have, they they have like, oh be a good girl be a this baby that's how they get deceived because then the women are like oh this is what he's looking for let I'm me know play into it <laughs> and they say stuff like, like <laughs> yeah exactly and they say stuff like oh like uh, when he marries you will make him more responsible oh my god you know what they oh, all the time that, yeah, yeah all the that time. trope is so played out i really feel bad for women that really just are victims in all of this because no, definitely Women they don't know better. So. No, not all of them are victims. That's why I said before that women, yeah, of course, women yeah, know. Yeah. Because they there know. are women, there are men that enter it because the women will play the fiddle. Mm-hmm. So these women, they will, you know, they would play to the gallery, be the good girl, be everything, and then you marry and you're like, ha, this is not what I was looking right, for. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times too, like people expect that marriage is going to fix them. Right, and it doesn't. Like it doesn't. we think that, oh, he's a hoe. But when I get married, he'll be better. You know, oh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me be, let me be, let me be politically correct, right? <laughs> they yeah, are, she's going to say. They, you know, they are sexually deviant. No, I'm not. Deviant is even worse. But yeah, I know what Infidelity. Right, okay, let's say that. So this person is plagued with infidelity. And the believe that being married is going to change. It's crazy because it makes it worse. Fix it, right? Oh, all they need to do is be married. But the thing is, now, because now you're not going they're anywhere. They're not cheating on their girlfriend. Cheating on their wife. They're cheating on their and wife, or you. they're not cheating on their boyfriend. They're cheating on their husband. Yeah. Right. And now the consequences and the repercussions of breaking up a marriage are so much worse. Exactly. Than breaking off. And another thing is a relationship. That apparently, married men are hotter in the market than single men. Hey, wait, my sister. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. Apparently, it's not a lie. What do you think that is, though? It's not a lie. There are men. That, that will tell men you. have told me that sure. there are men that have told because yeah, i'm like many times i remember too. when i was still yeah. young and i used to be like why don't you wear your wedding ring why aren't you ma-? like let me tell you this ring is a magnet they will tell it you is. that when they get in they go somewhere you think they're responsible abby yes I they're like what the logic can commit. This. see this patriarchy thing yeah. may God i'm help telling us. you it's it's <laughs> so what because we always say patriarchy Very layered and we, as well. and we say Very it layered. about as if it's just men that are you know some of the biggest some of the biggest Upholders, upholders, women. Yes, and so there are women that yeah. will see you. Like I'm a single woman, I want to be right. I look at you and say, ah, you can, you're married. That means you can commit because you know there are a lot of men that won't commit. Yeah. So let's put those ones aside. We don't want them. Yeah, you're responsible. Yeah, right. You must be taking care of your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That means you can take care of me. Right, and you can be responsible to me. I think that's the so. Let me just. So I'm just going to shift your responsibility from woman A. Yeah. To me. Sorry, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, I think in my own experience, I've been slut shamed a, ah, a million times. Right. I, I mean, I can't count. I'm so sorry. Uh, thank yeah. you. But like, I think that you know, Ashewo, you no get any value again. What is When you call me Ashewo, it doesn't hold again. But before, like if I was in secondary school or university, okay. and you called me Ashewo, yeah. I'd be like, it's your mother that's an Ashewo. Why will you call me Ashewo? 
and they do it worldwide though. that word like even okay let's say prostitute as well it's like yeah. anywhere you that is like, like oh. biggest oh. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. So so I have been I have been slut shamed a lot in my life I think I've, the biggest time like when they were asking on Twitter where was the first time you were cat called I think it was as early as nine years yeah me too old, oh, yes, right me too. Very so yeah. I think as early as then I've, I have been slut shamed mm. for, for no reason I, even, I didn't even understand what it was mm-hmm. but it yeah. was happening right yeah. so I wanted to ask you from your own experience have you been slut shamed have you been have you have you been stigmatized for your for your sexual appetite or lack thereof and how did you handle it so i think um in terms of being such a you know how you said you were called at nine Mm. a couple of friends and i were talking about how like when we were younger i i distinctly remember and you know the thing about girls bodies is like once breasts just show up i was yeah i I used to be like super busted and so literally the boobs showed up around between just two and just three and i remember when like it changed mm. like i went to an all-girls school yeah, i went too. to queen's college but i used to go to a lesson that was mixed and so in my lesson there were boys and girls right. and i remember like when my boobs like showed up like it went from buds to like boom it mm. literally felt like overnight mm. and all of a sudden there was like change in like energy yeah towards mm. me yeah from energy from like the boys in my class that used to look at you as like their guy and now it's like oh you're a babe even from teachers <laughs> and teachers no, yeah. but even from teachers because yes, when yes. you said out early from teachers because now you're hanging out maybe you're friends with guys and you guys will sit down just and all now you're sitting down there and it's just like will you move away from, from there, there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, and now you're wondering what is Why? the problem different like a few months ago it was, it was fine, fine for yeah. me and now right. all of a sudden i cannot because there's something now because you know breasts yeah. you think about them sexually so now there's something sexual about me mm. that cannot and then all of a sudden like you're walking on the streets and men i promise you that early like 11 right and you'll be walking and like men people's fathers people's oh, like i bro. there's one i can never forget. it was the man drove he was driving a car stopped and was like oh can you direct me to so, so, like how where's this place i'm like oh just go here turn here blah blah and it's like thank you drove a little and then he stopped the car waited for me to like get close i was like oh would you mind joining me because it was like a Kai. restaurant he's like oh would you like mind oh, joining me i was like no i promise you you guys i was walking from my house i was going to church because our church was like a few How like you streets say? like 11. yeah me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our church was like a few streets away from our house mm. and there's all those you know you have youth something this all this mm. church mm. i was literally walking to church and i was walking out and so i was like oh no and then i'm like oh no so i'm okay and then i'm walking there he drives a little you know how like they're driving yeah, nah. slowly trying to style. like following you you know now we think about it, it's like oh my god like if somebody my child i have a six-year-old almost six-year-old and i'm just imagining her at 11. if it was her, somebody right? somebody like i just want to kill that person but it was so, it's so common accepted and so, so normal mm-hmm. and nobody would have said oh he's a pedophile no they'll say oh she looks mature and i, I would say, think hey, to myself she, you and, when, and you know you say when you go home and you tell somebody that or you tell an adult that back then they'll say you too when you will dress like this or that's you too, when, when you and that thing was such a th- that that was such a problem yeah, for me that me like too. the way i dressed because like i said super busty and i would wear clothes like i could never i would never wear anything revealing mm-hmm. anything you know like yeah. i used to try to wear like minimizer bras yeah. anything that would just make my boobs draw attention to you smaller yeah. like i was so afraid of like doing anything so that it won't be said that oh it's I'm because reasons exactly yeah. and a lot of women go through that as well you're shamed for yeah. the way you even dress do you yeah. know what i mean there's oh, a yeah. decency and modesty like but you, now you can see i'm open yeah. and i could never do this before but this you know is a new thing you know what's interesting you see that mm-hmm. if i wore the same thing it would be different it would be totally oh, no different. of course yeah yeah and then yours they'll be like oh okay she's um you know she's, she's been yeah uh, no this is shame me no 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 Right? right and all the boobage is in front right now it's gonna be like oh my god it's so vulgar right the same outfit, same outfit yeah. and it's just you know body's different just because and of the bodies. question is what are you selling and i'm just wearing a cute top are right. you joking right so easter monday we had a family function and there was a dress i wanted to wear i've wanted to wear this dress i bought this dress like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and i didn't wear it i've never worn it why didn't i wear it the dress has a slit mm. but it also has like an cleavage. open cleavage so i was like hey god this dress is nice but 
cleavage and slip. Yeah. And my sister was like, why do It's okay. Just wear it like that. I'm like, hey, God. She's like, you're an old woman. I said, yes, I know. I'm an old woman. She's like, oh, Lori, quite us. You know, and you talk about it. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please. I know that I have been socialized into this. Do you know what I did? We sewed yeah. it. Like, in. so we sewed it on the inside to kind of make it like less. Right. And I felt more comfortable. Yeah. And then I was able to wear it. But then you just realize that like, this Look at all the gymnastics we have to do. Is in the mind. Because really, because like two, three people are like, ah, no, the, you know, the cleavage is not so much. I said, please. I know. The cleavage is much. And it's because of the outside. It's because you know people's views and how they're going to look at you. But you know what's interesting now? I'm not even sure that it's now like about people's views. It's about how I feel so internally view but the way you it, view yourself is not it's, it's, it came from people yeah oh for sure definitely and and then you just realize that like we police ourselves totally. because i mean don't get me wrong i also well there's also the school of thought i won't like that there's a certain level of modesty that is good so i also i think for for you though no for, for you, you yeah, i right. think it's i think it's a personal choice right, as well right, right, you right. know i mean i try not to be a judge now obviously in yeah. the work that i do right it, I, yeah. I, I try not to be a Georgina and be like, yeah. oh, okay, you exactly. should dress this way, exactly. you should dress this way. Because I can understand why somebody wants to. But I also think that it's okay for me to want to... To be modest, yeah, to of be course. M- to be mod- more modest right, in right. how, you know, I, I dress, yeah. for example. And yeah. so you have to kind of balance it. Because I also think that on the flip side of slut shaming, the whole sex positivity movement has a way of shaming people who now uh, want to be celibate, right. people who want to be modest. Right. Yeah. Because... It's a choice. Both sides are a choice. And mm-hmm. I don't think either side should be judged. And I also feel like, again, you just said, sorry to cut you off, but yeah. about celibacy and modesty as well. We assume that if you're celibate, then you're modest. But not really. I mean, I've been celibate for like five years now. You know, should but... Pe- you well, let me not say five. I was celibate sorry. for four. Let me tell the truth, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no way. If you guys listen the to season one, you remember, right? So I was celibate for four years, mm-hmm. right? And then I broke my celibacy um, last year, April. <laughs> what is that? It's the watch. Why is he talking? He's, he's, supposed to, he's supposed to get involved in the conversation. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm And I put the thing on. Do not disturb. Um. So yeah. Then I was celibate for four years. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was a personal choice. You know what I mean? I was like, okay. Like I'm just sick of this. This is not gonna work for me. I'm not gonna have sex again till I get married. Blah blah. That's what I was telling myself. Right. Sorry. What were and you then, sick of? I just like. I mean, ugh, men. Let me be honest. <laughs> no, because no, at the time I was looking to get married, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is not working for me. Let me just stop until I'm, I find but somebody I want to get married to, mm-hmm. right? But then after two years, I decided that marriage is not for me, right? That was my personal choice. I'm like, I don't like it as an institution, you know. You guys it doesn't favor you. It it's, not, it's not for me. I don't like the origins mm-hmm. of it. I don't want to do it, right? Okay. So I was like, okay, fine. Well, now I'm going to have sex because what am I waiting for? Let's do <laughs> And then two years, I just didn't in that. So another two years passed and I just hadn't, I wanted to have sex, but I didn't want to have sex with just any random, random person. person. I wanted okay. us to align spiritually and mentally. Like, you know, you still have to be a decent human being, even if, We're not. you know? Yeah. So, and then another two years passed, I didn't have anybody. And I was like, oh, okay, well. Then I found somebody that I was sexually attracted to. Right? And I was like, okay, he seems like a decent human being. He's cool, you know? Like, I don't mind. I, I, let me break my celibacy with him, right? Um, and then we had sex and it was not what I wanted. Oh you know, it was God. really annoying for me as that well. That would be painful. But anyway, and he was selfish. It was a selfish lover. I don't Ooh. like selfish guys. I don't so- like selfish question, guys. Question, question. Was he selfish outside of the bedroom? Yeah, I realized that now. Yeah, after. No, I, this was after last I said, I should have known. You cannot even give me ordinary water. But, <laughs> no, because, because most of, no, because most of the time, it doesn't come out of, it doesn't nowhere. come out of nowhere. Yeah. No, definitely. And that's flag, how it is. I realized that. Yeah, from the, the beginning. I, normally, it's not even somebody that I should have. Anyway, let's not. Let's the attraction. Should have that, the attraction. It was just the physical attraction because I knew on a normal day. Do you so, see, but this is also why sometimes people are celibate so that like you don't get clouded with that sexual exactly. Attraction. But then I've been, I feel like that's what because I've been celibate for four years now. So I think that that's maybe because why did I now get because lost you had, in that because attraction? You said you had told yourself you had made a decision again that I'm no longer going to be celibate. You had opened yourself to the okay, you know what? I'm going to have sex. I just need to find the right person. Right. So when the attraction came, yeah, I was okay. You're like because it's oh, not normally there. That attraction, the attraction is very hard for me to yeah, get. Yeah, exactly. So when that attraction came, you're like, oh, this must be the right person. Yeah, for me to break it. So it wasn't. You were now not looking at like other long things. Term. No, it wasn't. I was just looking not at like long term, but like. Sometimes even if it's not long term, like, oh, how does person treat me? How does person make me yeah, feel? Yeah. You're looking at how does, 
what is the vibe? You know, we go in love. Yeah, no, like, of course, yeah. And ooh, I thought, okay, this is gonna energy, work. Ooh, the energy, the chemistry from him. The but lust. then, and he was, you know, he was good, but he was not that he was rubbish. He was just a selfish lover, and I don't mm. like the selfishness. And but I, that makes and him I voiced rubbish. it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very true. And I voiced it to him, and I could see that he was not going to change. So I was mm. like, you know what, eh? So that was like a year and a half ago. So now I've now been celibate again for another year and a half. You know. So that's why I say I've had sex once in five years, right? Mm-hmm. But then people who judge people off of decency in the way they look, they will look at me and assume that I am um not modest, right? But then you assume you uh, associate modesty hmm. with celibacy. My dear. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't make sense. I went, I went to Abuja once and I stayed at a hotel and there was this lady that came into the um the lobby. So I was sitting in the lobby and she came in, she was covered. Full That's hijab, mm-hmm. full hijab, covered and all. And she came in, went to the front desk and the guy showed her where to go. And I was waiting, I don't I was waiting for someone to pick me up. I don't know what I was waiting for. I was in the lobby for like an hour. She came out just about the time I was leaving, covered again. Mm. And this time she came out, there was a man that escorted her right. out. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. And then um, the one of the people at the front desk was like, oh, Nadia, wait, she don't come. This is her regular mm. spot. And regular I was like, spot for what? Spot for what? Apparently, like, Hey, let's not do a mebo. Let's, no, let's, do, it. let's <laughs> do it. It's not a mebo. This is a work. Truth. Okay. She's a commercial she's, sex oh, worker. She's a oh, sex really? worker. Okay. Yes. But she's and the guy was like, oh, here in the north, they don't no, they don't do they don't they do a shower the way you Lagos people do and stand mm. on the river. They are covered. Like mm. a bunch of them are covered. Because even the men that are sleeping with them, they they don't want them, they can't they don't want right, them like yeah. Like to be, to be open outside, open so they're modest. Mm. Modesty is not a thing it of doesn't. dressing. Honesty is a thing Honestly, of the mind, yeah, like yeah. you said, right? And you could be judged, you know. And time. if you yeah. and her, like the way you're dressed now, yeah, I'm not saying you're, yeah, no, yeah. but yeah. But and this woman comes all covered. Obviously, she's going to get a lot more respect than you right. would. However, I'm not. This is also not to say that commercial sex workers don't deserve because respect. It's a because they do. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. They do. This no, is what we talk about the time. The truth of the matter is that if there was clients. no demand for they have clients, there wouldn't exactly. be supply. There would be no and supply. Also, is that well, dried up? It's commercial sex workers. Can I just say as well, right? I just, I really can't stand the stigmatization of it because, right, let's take away the religious moral aspect of it because that's what people mostly argue about, which is fine, yeah? But mm-hmm. if we remove that, why is it that a woman does not have a right to, I can sell my mind, I can sell my physical features. I can sell my intelligence. But my sexual energy, it's mine. It doesn't belong to anybody else. It doesn't. So if you remove the case of morality, how dare you tell me that I cannot use my sexual energy to make money? Yeah. And, and sorry. I, I want to hear what you have to say because I can see you're like... <laughs> so, but it's true because when you remove the morality, I, like, it's mine. I agree. How can you police me to that extent? Well, you have It's a my point. sexual pleasure. It's but not you know hurting why, anybody. But you know why? They, you know why? Because again, if you think about like what are some of the... When people consider sins, I mean... Again, I go back to being a Christian, but you know, Jesus said, "There's no sin that is greater than the other." Right? right. All sins are equal. Right. right. That's what we believe in Christianity. Right. But as human beings, not right. human beings, human beings, right. what is being? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. Like, you know, we're judge. We're judging. We're so judgy. And we rank. The truth is, we rank. You know, somebody stole versus murder. We take murder as exactly. a bigger. You know, yeah. and even in yeah, the no, justice definitely. system, yeah, yeah. you know, someone who kills is more yeah. likely to get sentenced to death. Yeah. If you stole, they'll sentence you to prison for a few years. So it's the same way about like, you know, sex. sex. No, of course. So it's, and let me tell you, part of the problem is always women. It boils down to women being it because the idea is, so now women were considered property. Exactly. So if you're a commercial sex worker, and really, even till now, yeah, in a off way, are we not still considered property? Yeah, now you know, like Definitely. yes, we talk about women, fine, whatever, whatever. Are but you're missing somebody. Yeah, you literally, know? you belong you are, to them. Yeah, you are not. You're you expected, a woman is expected yeah. to change their name. Let's, name. let's not talk about this. We'll get into later. But that's but literally that's anyway. So I think the idea of like you know commercial sex workers is like okay, so now. Who do you belong to? You belong to the streets. Yeah. You belong to everyone, which is also really this whole slut shaming thing of it's like. Slut shaming majorly. So, any man can sleep with you. 
Yeah. And that is a problem. That's and why women are virgins that's are That's my point, exactly. The possession and the control. It's, it's really nothing to do with, you know, um, any benefit or anything that makes you disgusting. It's just because you want to possess and control me. Can we now flip it and say, okay, so we're talking about commercial sex workers. We're assuming women that stay on the road mm, or women right. that are called to. Now, if, for example, there's a woman and she's not in a relationship with anybody. She meets man A, right? Man A, she sleeps with him, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to pay my rent, blah, 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 blah. He pays her rent. She sleeps with him, mm-hmm. right? Then, then mm-hmm. she she and him break up. Because we're saying, okay, we're not commercial sex worker. Then she meets man B. Man B buys her car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She sleeps with him. Right. Is she a commercial sex worker? Depends on the terms. What are the terms? So, did I say I would have sex with you and then you would give me money for my rent? But is if he was not giving her money for her rent, would she sleep with him? That's the thing. That's if, what if if if, if, if that's what okay, I said. Okay, because, because, okay, okay, because, because, because a lot of sex, I'm like, because okay, the transactional. Sex is transactional, even in marriages. What but what that would mean that in some but cases, even then again, in, no. But you know what? My point still remains. It is my sex. It is my sexual pleasure and my sexual energy. I have the right to do whatever. I want with it. If I want to use it to get car and house, my why dear? do you get so angry? Because it's not yours. No, do you know why but they why? get you know so what angry? I mean? Sorry. Because they can't possess can you. It's because of jealousy. That's what I'm saying. Possession and control. On <laughs> Allah. Sorry. No, but it's seriously. Say, oh, this person, like, when they slut shame, will be a mm. That's when Who's I knew. That that's when I was like, former minister of finance. Oh, that's yeah, when I was like, whomsta my. Whomsta my. That they cannot slut shame. If they can call up a question, a shower. Who am I? Yeah. So when they say somebody slept her way up, it's jealousy. Yes. It's jealousy. Yeah. They cannot yeah. sleep yeah. their own way up. Yeah. And if they could, they'd be that. very happy. That's and why they, they think would. everyone is in a shower. They would do it if they could. Some actually do. Listen, this is what I always say. This is what I say. So she slept her way up. Do you think that it's only by sleeping? How is she able to sleep? And also, up? I was going to say, yeah, you said that she slept away, but you guys forget about the men. It's happened to me so many times that you go into a room with a business idea or you want to do something and they tell you, you must sleep with me for yes. me to give you this. So how, yeah. and now she has no choice. So she's not going to think to herself, okay, do I say, okay, no, and go, which a lot of women do. Or do I say, let me just take this, right? Yeah. Now, if she takes it, she's the problem, not this the man, man that that in a position of power yeah. that told her, you Thank must sleep with me. Because I've, I've lost count of how many times that's happened to me personally. I can't even lie. Sorry, please, so I want to read a tweet. Okay, got it. I found okay. very interesting, right? Mm-hmm. It said, the thing is that women are not seen as sexual beings. Men can flaunt their chests and expose their thighs mm-hmm. and they won't feel they are seducing anyone mm. because women have been raised to suppress their sexual desires right. like everyone should. But let a woman show a little cleavage. Your religions were written and instituted by men who barely sure. saw you as human, let alone sexual beings. Nobody is telling men that their chests are tempting and they shouldn't wear shorts mm. because their ties might attract women because women aren't seen as sexual enough for that. I'm telling you. We can't, even, we can't even be like... I, I was saying that there was a group where we ladies, I would not mention names, we'll just come and just like drop our sexual experiences no name calling it's not like all those weird telegram things that's happening yeah, now please yeah. that they're sharing mm-hmm. news we don't we didn't used to do that yeah. please we just we just come and then it was like because we don't have spaces where we can talk about sex we don't yeah, women we're not don't encouraged have that. Yeah, it's a slut shaming again yeah right so okay. because easily you'll be slut shaming in a second yeah so in this group we'll just talk about like okay um i saw one guy at the gym and i really like him then they would give tips on how to like talk to him, oh, him. <laughs> and ask him if you if he wants to like have sex and they were like before that group i used to say that oh women aren't like casual sex people um women Lies. don't really That's... like although i don't like casual casual sex right because sometimes men are just me yeah i don't know how to explain more than that but, but do you think do you think you don't like casual sex because men are mean or sometimes you just want a deeper connection yes i'm a mental sexer i'm a mental yeah, fucker like so if, yeah. if you're not getting that then you can't yeah i'm like my this is why my service has been flow. so long yeah mm-hmm. yeah i need to have the mental connection which is yeah, literally but why then, but then they're just the same way they're men but there are also men that who are like that i know men yeah, that's who true. tell you i that know them i can't yeah, me too like no matter how attracted i am physically attracted i am to a woman not mentally i yeah. can't just see her and sleep with her mm. i need to develop a connection right. yeah. get to know her right. you know vibe and all of that right so they're also just the same way they're women that way and just the same way they're men who will sleep with anything mm. they're women who do the they're same women yeah, who yeah, do yeah I was, I, it was because really the difference between men and women physically it's not much. It's vagina and penis. Yeah, it's but mental. Do you know though. that the clitoris 
and the penis it's the same are the same erectile tissue yeah okay. i was watching the sex pleasures and sex on Insta- yeah it's the yeah. same it's the same it's the same erectile tissue that develop which is why i tell women do not ignore your clitoris and don't let him ignore it it's imagine having sex with a man and not touching his penis exactly. and his penis not being stimulated is it possible right. no no but we feel that it's okay because the penis can enter the vagina yeah. that we should leave the clitoris the clitoris so nerve endings because most of the nerve endings are the clitoris yeah. so the clitoris needs the stimulation yes, that stimulation does, just as much as the penis does, does. Yeah. it's fact it's imperative to be honest for like good sex for women Listen, whether it's internal clitoral stimulation or external clitoral stimulation yeah. please it definitely needs it yeah. it let's not ignore it yeah. but yeah so it's just the same way there are men who would stick with you know anyone there are women who stick with so casual sex it's the same for men and women it's it just is. that society has sold women that but the thing is that rigid, my own sad my rigid. own part of everything that i don't like is that i wish that there was a culture where because there's purity culture right and right. there's slut shaming and it's it's mostly affecting women let's tell ourselves the truth come yeah. <laughs> no, right? it's true. It so does. there's also a stigma when like you even come out and say because i'm quite sex po- positive, positive right definitely. i like retweet porn yeah. on my twitter <laughs> and i'm like hey let me retweet for my followers i'll say yeah. stuff like now nah, this guy can't tell what they see do you understand yeah. and even stuff like that is a problem for some for. people already yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say that, okay, like it's easy for it's easier for men, right? To say, okay, um, they want to explore and explore and explore sexually and even come out to say that they're exploring right sexually. But for us women, there's purity culture, there's slut shaming. Mm-hmm. And this thing just follows us, and then we we're not able to express ourselves sexually. They're not even safe, safe spaces for us to express ourselves sexually. Right. So that's that's my own. I wish there was. That was better for women to be honest well true but yeah. then could we say that there are no spaces for you to express yourself right? create those spaces. to do right exactly and you are creating but a like space by being how you about, are you talked about on your like, platform yeah or you, and you talked about like groups that you're in yeah where you know i think i think it's about finding a tribe and finding a way a place where you can definitely be yourself and sometimes the safe space could maybe just be you and your partner exactly yeah. you know because again like everyone like we can't get rid of modesty. Do you understand? Like we can't say we that everybody. I don't exactly. No, no. I'm just even modesty. saying. I'm just saying that. But like also, there. When I say modesty, I think there's also like a group of people who feel like I am this way, but I don't necessarily like. I'm very, you know, sex positive. I I really cringe from that sex positive. I used mm-hmm. to use it a lot. I used to talk about sex positivity a lot. Mm-hmm. But I realized that sex, the word or the term sex positivity, has almost been weaponized to kind of make people who are not. Open, like for, when you say I'm sex positive, it usually now says, "Oh, I talk about sex anywhere. I, I, you know, I'm positive. not, you know." Well, yeah, that's like, but that's but that's but that's honest. a big part of it, isn't it? Where people are like, so now if I say that, yes, I talk about sex anywhere, right? But right. I also understand some like people the, don't. No, but education I also not just even just education, but I'm not gonna come and like talk about like my sex life in public. Right. It's not a space. It's it's not a healthy space for me to do that. Right. I don't think it's right. Right. There's there's some bands about it. Like we talked about but dressing, there's the boundaries, for example. Stuff. So what I'm saying is, now does that make me less sex positive? No. It no. does it Does it make someone who is, for example, um, maybe more modest in their dressing or more modest in like their approach, but at home with their partner, they complete quote unquote freak. Freak. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So sometimes I think we have to, but that person Allow might space. also be a bit taken aback when they you know are exposed to like sex in a positive i mean sorry in a public sphere well my own problem is that i think that i want to also remove that stigma from talking about sex do you understand but i think what yesterday is saying though is that we should make space for people who are comfortable like sex positive doesn't mean that i should talk about sex however like you know i must i can be sex positive but i don't have to show it in the way that you show it mm-hmm. it's the same way we talk about you know modesty or you know we talk about feminism right we talk about women like feminism doesn't mean that it's like it means you have the freedom to choose mm-hmm. right so i feel like is that the same angle yeah, from, I mean, when you say feminism we're talking about like you know equality for men i think you just have to think sometimes some people have to look at it like there's a time and space for everything 
Right. Some I, people I think that, but you don't, and you're allowed to think that. Me too. And I think yeah. you're allowed to do that, but yeah. I feel like I there's, a, there's a time and space for everything. I am not going to walk into. Well, I guess I don't typically curse my everyday life. But even if I'm going to use a curse word, I would not. There's something in my brain. I would not use a curse word in like a religious setting. It's just not. It's okay. It's right. just not going to happen. Mm. And if somebody comes in and as sexual as I am, right? If somebody comes in and does that, or you know, like. Shares because I go to churches. I speak at churches, like on the pulpit, and I talk about sex. Right. And I talk about like, and I say the words penis and vagina and all of that. But at the same time, there's a boundary that I just wouldn't cross, right? Yeah. And I can. And it's okay because you're married me. as well. If you're a single girl now, you'd not be allowed on that pulpit. You know what? Fair. You're so right. Yeah. Fair. In yeah, fact, you wouldn't be allowed on that pulpit. In fact, let's talk about. Up. Let's talk a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. about that. When I moved back to Nigeria in like 2012, when, when I okay. 2012. And I um, started Orisha Coitus, well, now Uluri Coitus then. Yeah. My mom was like, I'm sure. Please. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet. Like, now my parents knew, like, when I was, like I said, when I was in uni, when I was in college, I used to, like, you come to my apartment, there'll be, like, a, a bowl of condoms. I used to have condoms. Like, people mm. used to come and ask me for condoms. Like, my parents were, they knew about that, they were cool with that. Right. Right. I mean, now I think about it, did they think I was having sex or not? Anyway, so they were cool. They're like, oh, it's health, you know, right, right, right. Health, all that good stuff. So they were good with that. Then I moved back to Nige and I had like a small little sitting room and I used to keep like a bowl of condoms. And then I said, so and my mom was like, ah, you know, you are not married yet. <laughs> Literally. Who's going to marry you? Bye. You know, even if you find a guy that wants to marry you, when his family yeah. hears all these things. <laughs> 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 And it's it, true. It was one of the things that, like, I mean, would would make you like think that, oh, should I pause this? Should right, I be doing this? Right. Y'all, by 27, so all the years of going back and forth of right. you know, start and stops, a lot of false starts for Lori Coitus. By the time I was a married, settled woman, right. all of a sudden the acceptance came. Yeah, it does. The because it's like now you can do now it. Now yes. churches want to speak to you. Right. Because now, like, now you have people, people are calling because now I have base, a status and basis. Yeah, have, you're pleasing your husband, you're pleasing yourself. Because that's, good your for you. I have that's the only time you can actually talk about exactly. sex. Exactly. But even, but do you know that even in talking about sex, there's a, there's an I that they use. But this is my there's question. A, there's a limit so to where they feel that you can. That Sorry. you can go. Right, right. How far can you Not go? Not to go like a, too personal Go ahead. and you don't have to like say names or whatever in these talks that you have I'm, I'm imagining that there are women and young women and young men in in these talks right my thing is right um how do they talk about sex so i'll two things the first thing is actually a lot of times when i get called to like churches or like church events they're usually couples events married couples mm. so or talking to intended couples so couples that are about to get to married, get married right. or i'm talking to couples that are already married they're never like mixed company <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, yeah it's I'm true just, i'm just it's being true. honest yeah it's true. we're not calling like it's not like oh the youth like in a lot of churches you have like sunday school you have like youth group and mm. then it's the adults mm. that are in church you know mm. so a lot of times it's those things and actually they never call me to sunday service mm. it would be like a couple's event <laughs> after Right, Maybe like after, Sunday evening right, right. or Saturday afternoon or something of that nature. Uh, but now when we talk about what are young people saying, I I had a push and I still pushing to get like sex education into schools. Very right? important. Very important. But guess what? I've had a lot of pushback on that. I have I've written proposals to like mm. name top schools in I mean, we're in Lagos, top yeah. schools in Lagos. People have been approached, maybe like um, a guidance counselor from a school would be like, oh, you know, I love what you do. Could you please come talk to our students about this? And then we go back and forth. And then you hear, I remember there was a distinct one. We were going to talk to students in year, this thing confuses me now. Yeah, it's year nine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, Jesus. Me too. That's how I am like, is it year 11? Yeah, I don't know. So, so these were, um, it was supposed to be Jesus 1. That's what, 7? Year 9, I think. No, no. Or Jesus 1. We shall know Jesus. That's year 7 now. Probably, year 7. Yeah. So we're going to have, um, we're going to talk to Jesus 1, yeah, and Jesus 2, and Jesus 3 students. So that's 7, 8, eight nine, 9 yeah. students. And of course, it was going to be tailored the thing about, you know, sexual health education is you don't just, the education I'm going to have to 20-something, 30-year-olds, it's very it's different from what I'm going to definitely. talk to. Yeah. You can have 
literally children from the age of two, you need to start exposing them to some Absolute sort of sex education. Because if you actually want to pre- protect, protect, protect your well. children yeah. from not just being physically molested, but also a lot mentally, of mentally yes. and being exposed to all kinds of things, you have to give them the right information. Anyway, yeah. backtrack. This particular school, um, we, you know, wrote to them. They, somebody came to us, asked us to come and have this, you know, talk and all. And then the parents, like the PTA just went, went crazy. crazy. Like, yeah. no, why there would you were, do that? First, there was the case of the people who were like, I'm taking my child out. My child is not wow. going to be. Oh, um, wow. My child, not out of the school, but my child will not be attending this thing, you know. And it was one of those like after school club things. So it was yeah. like a club hour. Right. They're like, no, no, no. My child is not going to attend this because I will do the sex education by myself. Right. Fine. Fine. Then there were the, oh, you have to write word for word what verbatim what you're them. going to say mm. you're not allowed to use the word sex what yes i tell you because first i was like Crazy. i'm not doing this i'm not doing this i'm not doing like my first which I was, i'm not gonna do this this is bs it's like, too stressful <laughs> now not even just stressful i'm like what is people thinking but i was like you know what still a win because regardless these children you have to think about like yeah. you know right, right. The, the work you're doing opportunity and, yeah, to be able to yeah, impart yeah so we agreed and did not um use the word sex now while talking to these kids, we had, like I said, just one, just two, just three diff- at different times. And also we had to split the groups, boys in one room and girls in one room. Yeah. In talking to the Jess, yes, seven, sorry, I'm going to, I keep getting it. In talking <laughs> to the year seven, we also, when we talk to them, we also give them like this box, we pass around this box and they can write their questions. Some of the questions that these year seven kids yeah seven kids are how old like 11, 11 12, 12 10 yeah. 10 some even 10 yeah we're asking asking about things like hentai hentai is like hentai? sex wow. porn can you imagine me i didn't even know that's like sports. anime yes. porn it's anime okay. porn right wow. um, they know about, yes. they've been exposed mm. now they've been yeah. exposed even you know because again they have access to devices they're yeah. seeing the things internet internet. yes and sometimes some adults show them stuff it's true it's true very you true. know, as a way of sexual grooming. Yeah, true. You know, or sometimes they're asking things about, oh, my friend said, you think you have educated, you've told your child what your values are, but your child goes to school and your child is exposed to all these other right. kids who are bringing, who might not have the same boundaries that you have. So now they have been exposed. So yes, your child is not seeing it. Like you have parental controls on their devices and all that mm. good stuff. Yes. But you also have to talk to them. You do. It's because you have the reality of life is they're going to find out from their peers. Yeah. Right. And so you want to arm your child with enough information so that when their peer comes and says, oh, don't worry, just have sex. All you need to do is drink crest. Or all you need to do is jump <laughs> up and, and down this, something. This yeah. You will be able to tell your child, will say, is it No. My mommy said. Let me right. tell Daddy you. Said. My daddy said. My mommy said. Or right. this is what I learned. You know, right. or when they talk about bodies and, yeah. you know, there's so many ways. It's like, so important. Literally, there are resources for every age. But, the thing also is this fear. Yeah. Parents are so afraid. We as society are so afraid that if people have knowledge, they're going to do. Because again, you know, the whole idea of don't have sex until you're married or don't have sex yeah. outside of the confines of marriage. There are rules because we want to maintain our society a certain way. And we believe now that because of that, if people now know that, oh, I can have sex without doing do it. They, anyhow. they will do it anyhow. But that's not true because again, your choice to be celibate or your choice to not have sex. It's between you and, and yourself. yourself. I'm telling you, it's not you exactly. are your God, depending yeah, right. on, you know, your religious um, right. background. But you knowing, it's not going to make it helps you... you a lot, Listen, actually. I tell people a lot, on a personal note, again, I knew about sex super early on. Right. Because I was, I, was super, I was just super interested in learning about not having sex, but all the... body the, and everything, right. The body and the health and all of that. Right. Me actually knowing about sex made me um not in not, a rush i was never in a rush yeah there was aware. no i i had made a decision i mean yes i was raised in a christian home and all of that and right. you know the you know growing up you know to tell you don't yeah. have sex until you're married but that was not my decision my decision was not based off of that i mean you know there's that but my a big part of it was like there's nothing there do you get because you don't you understand there's it's not, not like there's nothing you're looking so to go and if find someone is like oh show me that you love me you know a guy comes and is like oh you know i really want us to cement our relationship <laughs> 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 i'm like bro it's not with this sex child. that's child. i'm because, telling you um, let me tell you stis pregnancy right. that's a headache. <laughs> i'm really not trying to right, have at this right, point in my life right. and when i did decide to 
have sex, it was on my own terms. terms right. Because I knew, so I was like, the okay, knowledge. can I, you know, what am I going to do about birth control? What am I going to do about this, that, and all of that? Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Am I having sex with someone just having sex? Oh, no. Okay, are we getting tested? Are we getting tested? After? You know, like, you kind yes. of need to have your kids know this so that boys and girls yeah. are choosing. The research says it. When kids are educated early about sex, they are more likely to delay the onset of sex. Absolutely. Thank and you so much. Honestly, we are yesterday. going to end the episode. Thank you. That was amazing. You, you were an amazing guest. Thank you for having me. I, I really like, this was a fantastic episode. That like, yeah, you were very just conversations. Like, so can I just ask you before we end one thing? Okay. Can you give our listeners? Um, we call it FEP advice of the day so what advice would you give to um women in dealing with slut shaming and just sexual their sexual pleasure and desires in general just one one good one 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 good one um i think my advice would be that i think i started by saying um pleasure is your birthright yes pleasure is your birthright so my dear sister go after it don't be ashamed of finding it. <laughs> don't be ashamed of discovering what gives you pleasure. And don't be ashamed of asking. In fact, don't be ashamed of demanding mm. for it. Mm. Yep. And don't think about pleasure as just sexual pleasure. There's a lot Sensuality. of... Sensuality. Yes. You know, getting in tune with your body. Understanding like what your body wants, what your body needs. You know, it could be as simple as, oh, I like to go to the beach. I like when like the water waves like mm, one of my legs. Yeah. Or, you know, I really enjoy having a good meal or cooking a good meal. Or I really enjoy relaxing, you know, right. playing soft music and just kind of whatever it is that kind of just brings you back into yourself. And if that's sex as well, go for it. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you you so are amazing. Much thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We definitely enjoyed recording thank it. You. I enjoyed being here. This um, a conversation. So catch us on social media. Follow us on social media. I am Taysa the Star Seed as always. Yesterday, give us your social media. I am at Uluri Koitas, one word. And Big Chief NK. Thank you so much, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.